This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org to discover more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. Hello everyone and welcome to a read this slash watch this of Zing This. Yes, it's a lot of this. Yes, you got me Zinger. And I'm Ellie. And this month day podcast we're going to be discussing The Runaways Volume 1 of the comic and the first three episodes of the TV show. Yes. But I think we have a complication on our hands, Ellie. Why is that? Even though I think we should establish very, very upfront that the show and the comics seem to depart very rapidly from each other as yes. of right now. Yes. As of right now. There are similar themes. There are similar elements. There's, of course, all the same characters per se, but there are things that I think maybe we should avoid discussing that are part of the comic. Because I don't know how much influence they will continue to possibly take from it, too. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So, I I guess let's do the comic discussion first. And then move into the show next. As I said, we are doing the first three episodes. We know that there are more available now. But we will probably do an entire series wrap-up later. Yes. We just... Before this came out, we thought it would be a cool idea to do a... Compare and contrast between the two of them, but it's apparently become a much more um, daunting task, if you would, considering the fact of how different they are, but the same from each other. So I guess with that, Ellie, you are a big fan of this comic, so let's hear your opinions on the comic and stuff and give us a quick rundown of, I guess, the story and the Of the, the comic? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. Um, love, love, love the comic. It is a great, great tale of kids coming in on their own and, um, they have some crazy situations that happen to them and they discover and find out new things about themselves and it's about them growing together as a family. Uh, and it's, it's really neat from... A, a younger person's point of view. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like so many, so many comic books. And of course, there's always, you know, different, you know, s- certain ones here and there. But for the most part, what age are most of the comic book heroes? Um, they're a little bit older now. Yeah. They've, they've aged up or, I mean, the only ones that kind of stay younger, since we're focusing on Marvel for this discussion. Mm-hmm. Would be some of the X-Men, but even a lot of right. them have aged up. Kitty yeah. Pride's now old enough. If I remember correctly, at one point, she's a bartender. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure you have to be 21 to do that. So, so I mean, they, they, they all have grown up and Wolverine's still the same. So, I mean, you, you got that. But this was kind of, I think, a new gateway for a lot of people to kind of be introduced to the world of comics, the world of these characters, the broader universe of Marvel 
right. without, once again, as we've established numerous times on this podcast, not being daunted by continuity or knowing everything. Right. And, and like I said, yes, there are comic book heroes that are younger, obviously. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. You know, and, and stuff like that. But this is... A lot of times, there might be a younger character with a group of older characters. And yes. I don't mean old, but just older. But this is like, they're all young. Yes. Like, the whole series is young. And it, it's kind of neat later on in the series how they kind of introduce new people. And I won't get into that. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. I like the way that it it tries to keep bringing in and and kind of tying you into the Marvel Universe without throwing it in your face. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes. Okay. And this, um, I'm sure we'll come back to this when we discuss the show later, because I'm scratching my head about a few things in that still. Right. So basically, the first volume mm-hmm. of, of Runaways, now Runaways has had a few different series, but the, the main... Um, let's see here, a total of 11, num- 11 volumes of it. Um, well, there's technically three volumes, but 11 volumes from one to 11. Right. And they've done a few, you know, restarts of it. So that's why it's got that weird, there's technically three volumes, but there's a total of 11. Well, they end up getting different writers yeah. along the way and, and that sort of thing. Um, so we're, we're just... Basically, we're talking about the first volume right now. Yes. And this is actually volume one of the first volume. Pride and Joy yes. would be the title for that's, this one. That's going to be um, issues one through six, right? Yes. Okay. Um, and uh, like I said, I could get into the numbering for these, but it's not its not really important. It's just, I mean, and, and hey, I love Runaways enough to maybe we can have some little... If there's interest of going over more of the volumes later, Not or maybe comic, yeah. maybe when um, this the first season of this of the TV show's over, we could kind of not compare, but just say the TV series is probably close to covering these volumes. You know, yes. just kind of give somebody a, a, an idea. But so this first volume, um, obviously nowhere near the TV show. At this point, the three episodes are nowhere near even <clears throat> the end of this first volume. But but this this one basically is just... This, the, the comic moves at almost a breakneck speed by comparison to the TV show. And I think that's because the TV show, they probably well, want multiple seasons. Yeah, of and, course. So they don't want to go that fast. Yeah. Um, but therein lies issues that I've found because of that. But we'll get into that later. All right. Um, so let's just focus on the comic right now. I think we should do the comic, the TV show, and maybe just a little bit of yes, that's as what I, you like. Yep. Um, or or don't like. But uh, basically, it it has a good description of the main characters. There's six main characters in the beginning of the series, uh, and something that they find out about their parents. And then them having to deal with it, and how are they going to deal with it, and confliction, and that sort of thing. So, how detailed would you like to get with this? I guess let's go over each of the characters real quick, because they, okay. do, they do carry over, for the most part, to an extent, from the TV show to the Mo- comic. Most of them. So, we will point out, <laughs> once we get to the TV show, possible yes. differences, right. and a little bit of 
stuff that's not the same. So first we have the main character, or I guess the one you're first introduced to in both the comic yes. and the show. And I'm, that's the last time I'm saying that, by the way. We will discuss the show later, so I'm done with doing that. That I'll probably make five more comments about right. it later, but you can't anyways. help it. <laughs> Alex Wilder. Yes. And we're introduced to him in the comic as somebody who is playing a it is it's it's an mmo based in the marvel universe and with I the marvel characters absolutely but love he the also beginning. lives in the marvel universe yes. with all those characters so it's, it's a real meta. meta yes it's it's meta. meta on top of meta and i just can i just say how great the opening was oh just, it, it was it was good you know, i'm sure if you picked this up you probably would not be expecting it <laughs> well because you're reading it and you're like is he playing an mmo and then you're like oh my gosh that's Spider-Man and Hulk and and um, Invisible uh, Woman mm-hmm. and it was Daredevil. Yes, it it was great and just Captain a little. America. We won't say exactly what they were saying, but it, it's really funny. It's cute. It's quirky. Um, you know, when the dad busts in and was like, "What are you doing?" And, and I love the just the the silliness about, "Oh my gosh, is that a porn?" Like it's just it's so cute. Like I, I like the way the whole the whole setup is, and you really kind of from the very beginning understand this dynamic of you know kid with privilege. Dad's like, oh, we only got there because you know I don't blow my money on everything. So it was nice to to set it up. You already know that they're they're going to be a well off family. So do you want to explain each of the characters' quote unquote powers or? Who their well, parents I are mean, now or wait? Obviously, at this point, um, you get the impression that the parents are just well off. Yes. You don't know why. Yes. They're, they're well off. So, I mean, in the beginning of the book, you, you really don't know that people have powers, per se. Well, it's in the Marvel Universe, so it's yeah. kind of like you don't know what they are or how right. they got their power or what if they even have powers. Right. So these um, these parents are supposed to be, you know, crime crime bosses, basically. Uh, mafia bosses in the in the comic. They're introduced as well. You find out later when you find out all right. the parents are evil. You find out what they kind of... Super villains. Yes. Um, so his parents are mafia bosses and basically are crime lords. And that's how they got there to be where they are at within the organization called The Pride. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what that is. No, you do you, you not. You keep hearing The Pride, but you don't really know what is The Pride. Um, then one of my favorites... All right. So one of my favorites is the character Nico. I, I love the way she looks. I love her attitude. I just, I, I love this character just in general. Um, and also, her parents are dark wizards. So, <laughs> that's near and dear to my heart when it comes to just playing video games. I always like dark wizards and that sort of thing. And um, a lot of people probably know her by Sister Grimm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very popular and other she she shows up she's shown up in other series too and she actually has her own um i think one not not necessarily one shot but i know she has mini series she has a mini series yeah but she's she's really cool i I love this girl um the main thing is they have this staff 
And I'm going to point out something about the staff real quick. Fun mm-hmm. fact. It actually makes, an, I don't know if it is that staff, but a staff of very similar make, model, design, and everything does make an appearance in the Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. Now, yep. is it the same staff? Who knows? It would be cool. I'd like to see Sister Grimm on the big screen. <laughs> like, like I said, it's it's in there during like near the final fight. If you look where people are grabbing magical items, you'll mm-hmm. see you'll notice it, but it's never referenced or made well, clear I mean, on what it, it, if it is that same item. And the Runaways were in Civil War and a lot of the other big in the in the comics. Yes, yes. Yes. So let's 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 clarify that yes. we were talking about the Doctor Strange movie for the appearance. But in the comics, yes, they were part of a lot of crossover events and stuff like that. Right. Um, but like Nico a lot, um, she's really cool. Um, another one that is one of my favorites, probably because she reminds me of Starfire, is <laughs> is Carolina Dean. Just with the um, all the colors and... You know, when... It kind of has that stream out from behind her when she yes. flies, how Starfire sometimes is drawn to where she has like her hair looks like it's kind of flaming out from the back even right. more yeah so she's uh, she has elements of, of starfire and uh, kind of superman or kryptonian mm-hmm. only in the solar powered category part right so she's an alien um, yes i'm not i'm not going to even dare try to pronounce how they're <laughs> the the alien r- what race they are majestanian yeah, I'm pretty sure you're wrong um, on that. I think on I'm that close. pronunciation, I but you I'm know close. what? You're close enough. That's right. I'm close enough. Tomato- judges, judges, tomato, tomato. Judges say they'll count it. Okay, great. Um, she's cool. She's she's super happy, super positive all the mm-hmm. time. Um, very pretty. So she she's the typical. Well, different in okay. We'll stop doing that. Wait, we'll talk about the show. Yeah, later. I was about to say, I said I would stop. <laughs> Apparently, that well, does not translate to you yes, stopping. You said it, not me. Of um, but yeah, so just very pretty, very happy, very positive. Um, so she's, she's pretty cool. You want to talk about another one? So the next one is Molly, who. Okay, I'm going to stop because I was about to say <laughs> something, but we'll, we'll wait. Molly is uh, the daughter of telepathic mutants, and she has mutant powers, but hers actually manifest in strength and invulnerability. And it's not one of those constant powers. It comes and goes right. with her emotions. Yes, yeah, scared. At, at first, yeah, at Usually, first. like, frightened, scared, that kind of thing is what Doesn't brings it on. Doesn't she knock out Wolverine or knock Wolverine through, like, a building or something at one point? Well, she she knocks one of the parents through a wall. Oh, no, I meant later in the yeah, comics. Yeah, I'm just saying in, in the first volume, she does that. She does that. Yeah. Um, and what's interesting about Molly is I like the way that the parents react when they first find out she has powers. I thought that was interesting. I don't know if you remember or not. Go ahead. Okay. So, they're mutants. Yes. Right? And they actually had her tested as a baby. And um, the test showed up negative. And they were happy about that, which which I thought was interesting. On the Marvel Universe, it's this weird thing of if you're a mutant, you're kind of shunned by society. But yet, if you have superpowers and you're not a mutant, people love you? Question mark? Well, but see, here's the thing, though. That's not typical for villains, though. I mean, 
I can see if they're if they were like hero type mutants. Well, then again, I mean, what if they're try? I mean, of course, this might be part of the TV show seeping into this. But what if they, you know, how they pride is trying to build a better future, possibly. Mm-hmm. And I think they're they're if I remember correctly in the comics they're quote unquote doing that too. They they aren't clear on better future for who though. Well, but you're skipping ahead. We're just talking about the first volume. Oh no, I was really just saying don't that. Don't get into that with the first volume. Though. I was just saying that maybe that they were happy because they're like, "Well, see, this she'll be able to be a part of this future we're trying to create." Um, but Molly uh, is. I I just I, I I think it's interesting how, like I said, when they first see that she has powers. They're a little set aback by yeah. it because they're like, but 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 she tested negative. Well, I didn't think she was going to have powers and, and that sort of thing. But then it contradicts itself because then a little bit later they talk about how, um, you know, she was going to be one of the the main kids that they were focusing on as far as saving, so to speak. Like they didn't. Um, Later on in the in the volume, the kids find out. I enjoy you trying to tiptoe around story yeah. points. <laughs> I know. I was like, I don't want to ruin everything. I want people to read it and enjoy because it. Because, like, like, like we said, this is very different from the show as of now. Yes. And I don't think the show's going to um, steer back into right. where this is. So that's the thing. You were we're trying to tiptoe around possibly not only ruining parts of the show but possibly ruining parts of the comic, which both are good in their own respective ways. Right, they're different. Um, which we will get into. We got to keep teasing it. I know, but the the kids witness something. Everybody but Molly. Molly does not witness, but um, the the other kids witness something, and they're like, oh my gosh! They they find out that they're they. They think their parents are super villains, and they are correct. Yes, and they're and they're they're feeling bad because they left Molly at the house. They do what the book's title is. They run yes, away. They run away, and um, oh, we we forgot two of the characters. Right, we're we're getting there. Okay, okay, I'm just, I'm just making sure. We're still wrapping around Molly. Um, so the reason why you find out Molly has powers though is because. They try to um, rescue her mm-hmm. from the clutches of evil, and and so out of fear, Molly. Whose powers <laughs> awaken? Yes, <laughs> and she pretty much just like blasts somebody. I mean, she pushes them, but you know, just like pushes them through the wall, and they go flying. It's pretty funny. One of the parents. So the next one is Chase. Who is the son of Mad Scientist. Chase bores me. In the comic? Both. Alright. Yeah. I All just, right. Chase isn't just that interesting to me. but Okay. But we'll get into that. Alright. Um, I'm sure somebody listening is going to have an opinion about that. <laughs> but um, Chase is has some really cool gadgets. Namely his Fistagons. Um, which are really cool. And of course, uh, very comical. I love the, the whole thing with the x-ray goggles. Yes. And I, I love the way it was very cute and very typical when, um, he uses the goggles to see certain things. 
<laughs> it's very typical of a teenage boy. Yes. So I thought that was cute. That that's the one reason why I like the way this the show. Um, excuse me. This um, comic is written. Is it? It stays true to its source material. It makes At times. yes. It, it makes sure to, you know, to do things with the characters that they would do as a kid and. It, it makes it lighthearted to where even though there's some pretty serious stuff going on, they're still kids after all. And so they try to, you know, make it that way. And then the last one is Gertrude. Um, and she is the daughter of time-traveling criminals. Yes. And also has a telepathic link to a dinosaur. Yes. And if you want my opinion, that I know is a huge selling point back in the day for this comic, <laughs> which people would see this dinosaur with a giant nose ring and be like, what the heck is this? That is, and it's awesome. And and I love it so much. It's And, and now what's funny, though, is like when she first has a link in relations with this dinosaur, she doesn't realize that it can't hurt anybody in her immediate family. Mm. So she, she tries to use this against her parents and doesn't work out fails. too well. Yes. <laughs> but but that's the main the the first volume at least it it, it just basically is as these kids like we said finding out um, their parents are involved in in bad stuff and they feel like it's their duty to bring these their their parents to justice and yes. you know make them atone for what they did um and you know they are just kind of realizing what they can bring to the table like each right. one of them is kind of yeah. you know figuring out what not necessarily superpower but what what is cool about them that could make them part of the team um and that's really all it gets into in the first volume and them running away well yes hence Hence, Runaways as the name of the series. So, right. what are your what are your thoughts on the the comic book at least? Um, I know that I know where it heads, so I'm very I, I like where it goes. The setup is, of course, a good setup. It's a good starting point for a comic. Um, I read it older, so I mean, it was something that I remember seeing when I was that. I when, I when I was first getting into comics, mm -hmm. I remember seeing it, and it's probably something I would have enjoyed more if I had read it back then. But I skipped it, and I, I read it when, um, when you basically threw it in my lap and was like, "Hey, read this." <laughs> and um, hey, there, there, there you go. Um, read this. Um, years ago, and I, I enjoyed it. It's just, it's one of those things. It's, it's got enough little nods to the Marvel universe that if you're aware of what's going on in there or aware of a lot of references you'll get a lot more you'll, you'll get a good bit out of it but it's departed enough that you don't need the huge continuity smackdown that you need for a lot of other stuff within the marvel universe so i like it um it's not like I, I i'm sorry it's not top of any of my list of like best comics ever it's definitely one that if someone's getting into comics i would definitely be like oh by the way you should check out runaways because i feel it's an easy enough read an easy enough thing to maul over and get into without having to be like oh who are these villains what why i know that have to know you know what green goblin did to spider-man for the umpteenth million it's 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 a to, to take from what we discussed recently where we mainly focused on dc with david i think right. this would be a good marvel one to just be like hey if you want to get into comics check this out it's not gonna overwhelm you 
And with that note, I think um, I'll have a similar opinion of the show when we get to that, too. Well, and I... I wanted to. Oh, and it comes from very good stock too, by the way, of the writing staff and the yes. people behind it. Right. Um. Of course, Brian K. Vaughn. Yes. Um. Amazing. I. I want to say. I like the art style. It is very. I don't. I don't want to come off as rude by saying neutral. It's not too super comic booky, but it's not. It's. It's it's got a nice little middle ground for yes. people who are like I said this is a great introduction to people for comics I feel now, or a nice refresher for someone who's too overwhelmed with all of the stuff in comics right now just possibly to go back and check it out. Well, and it has a very distinct style too. It, it does. It really does. It's it's um like you said I don't let me just start off by saying I like it overall. Okay. Um, it does have some of the characters that are drawn a little weird. Like Alex's dad just looks weird to me. I don't know if you remember. He just his he just looks so Yeah. The the way his dad's drawn is kind of dated of the early 2000s. Yeah, it's yeah. it definitely looks like it. Now, now, like I said, most of the time I love this art style. Mm -hmm. I think it really works. Um, but sometimes when they smile, it's like almost Joker esque. It's yeah, like that. I, bold, I, I, I get what you know. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? So it. They have way too many teeth in their <laughs> mouth too. <laughs> so that off puts me just a little bit. Mm -hmm. But overall, I I do like, especially. Um, I don't know if you took the time to look. I oh, love the, the, cover the covers. Pages. Yeah, the, the, the cover covers pages were done really are well. Gorgeous. Um, like, like I said, that's one thing I distinctly remember when I was at yeah. a comic book shop one time. So I'm like, why is there a picture of this girl hugging a raptor with a nose ring through it? Yeah, that, yes. that's that's the exact one. I, yeah, iconic. I kept seeing that yes. in a comic book in my comic book store I used to go to. It draws you in definitely. And it it drew me in to be like, what is that? But it never got me like to pick it up because and, I and yeah. I don't know if you get in the same impression as me. And I'm sorry, people. People can't see what we're what we're yes, showing. Yes, yes. Once again, Maybe podcasting <laughs> is a visual medium. It's Maybe not. we should post some pictures on Instagram or something. You can follow along. But um, <laughs> I think another reason why I like the covers. Very anime. -y. Yes, they're very anime looking. And that really draws me in too. Um, it makes Chase cooler looking. I like him in this area versus, um, versus the... And Chase... Let me just start by don't, saying... Don't backtrack on your Chase thing. You've already upset the person I know that's going to be like, what the <laughs> no. what the heck's wrong with you? Chase, and you deserve it for once, because normally it's me getting this backlash. Chase later Okay. is cooler. All right. I think in the beginning of the series, Chase is just kind of... He's such the stereotypical dumb jock that it just... It's just... He's not developed enough yet for me to find him interesting. Chase just is like, I'm I'm more like, I love Alex. Alex is so smart. He's he's great. And, and Nico is really cool too. But like I said, that's because of my love with, with wizards yeah. and all that. But I don't know if you want to talk anymore about the comic book. But it's great. I'm good. Please read it. 
I, I feel if we go any more into it, we're going to start spoiling stuff. It's like I said, right. it is a definitely a different. It's it's more of the same yet different. So yes, and and I would say if you have readers, what 10, 12? 10 to twelve, maybe eh, ten to fifteen. Why not? Uh, okay. Well, I meant to start the youngest. I meant. Oh, okay. Um, it's rated twelve and up. I think depending on the child, yes, probably read it a little bit judge, earlier. Judge your child or judge your yes, um, younger family member or person. Yes. You you if hey, it's it's a great time of the year for holiday gifting and stuff like that. So, <laughs> so wish so there was some link we could tell you to go to, but just find somewhere where it's a good price for you and check it out. If there's any listeners that have preteens, mm-hmm. male or female, yes. I think this is a good series for either one. Um, or if you're just a dork like me, even as an adult, I think you'd be fine. Now, if they it. are a fan of the show, you might definitely, as we're going to say, Make point sure out. Make sure that it, they know, you know it's not, it's inspired by, but it's definitely not, you know. So on that note, let's talk about the TV show. Let's, <laughs> yes, TV let's, show. Let's, let's, let's finally stop having to correct ourselves and and discuss what we think of the first three episodes of the so, show. And I'll, I'll try runaway. to, yeah, I watched the fourth episode, but I won't what discuss it. What is wrong with you? I know, I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. Um, See, why couldn't you have just said, go watch the fourth episode, <laughs> Zinger? Go watch it real quick. I had nothing to do today. It's okay. I could have watched it. It's okay. That's just another episode that we can discuss later. Um, should I just dive in with my... First off, with my issues. This is also going to be what's probably different. So, by all means, <laughs> go for it. Me. Love to be opinionated. Um, okay. I love the comic book series. It's fantastic. And you know why it's fantastic? Why is that? It focuses on the kids. Okay. That's the whole point of this series. It's runaways. It's it's based off of their lives. You do need a little backstory of the parents, of course, um, but it it's focusing on the kids itself, and that's what I love about it so much. The problem that I have, somewhat of the series, I if I just take it by itself, yes, it's it's fun, it's cool. Um, so I'm not going to compare the two as far as like, oh, it doesn't do this and it doesn't do this because then I'd be contradicting myself with the whole reason that I can be okay with the Harry Potter movies and the Harry Potter books. They're inspired by each other, but they're different, right? By the way, next year we will be doing the Harry Potter series. <laughs> Plug. Movies. Plug. Movies. We'll talk about the books. Just, you know darn well we will. But anyway. It's not going to be a compare and contrast. I don't got time for that. Well, anyway. Um, so, I'm, I'm trying not to judge the show off of the books. You know what I'm saying? But it's kind of hard not to in somewhat. Can, can, can I jump in? Can, 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 I, can I audible this situation to see if I can do it? I, I got something. I think I got something that might work. Okay, but I haven't finished what I was saying yet, though. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So, my main problem is it's so focused on trying to be... Um, I don't want to say something because I think somebody else has already said it on another podcast, even though I said it first, (laughs) but it's, it's trying to be so like 
90210-y or Melrose Placey, so worried about having the drama and the focus on the parents and really making sure to just jump down your throat, you know, why maybe the parents are coming from where they're coming from. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it tries to set up too much of these people are evil, but... Just for a point out real quick, we don't think we discussed it in the comic to an extent. The parents are just painted as they're, they're evil. They're, they're evil for the sake of being evil. They really, in the first volume, don't explain anything. In the comic book, in, yes. In the comic, they do not explain anything about the parents, really. They're just comic book villain evil. Yes. And I think that's where you're ha- and some people might have a problem with the show, is I think they're trying to humanize and trying to get a deeper story into the parents, Yes. Instead of just making them, oh, they're evil. It's like, well, there might be more going on. Right. With them. Which, obviously, not spoiling anything, you've seen episode three, you kind of find out there's there's hints dropped about certain things and you start to piece things together. And it really comes out in, in episode three that certain things are going on behind the scenes with some of the parents. And that's why I think it's very interesting. But I just, I think they focus too much on the parents. Like, it's... Well, how do you know that later in the series is not going to be all focused on the kids that are trying to establish that? But we're... Okay, but here's the thing, though. You're you're getting off track. We're not talking about later in the series. We're we're just talking about the... What we've seen so far, I think they're they're too concerned with setting up the parent story instead of really focusing on, you know, the kids and their aspect of it. I don't mind them setting up the parent story, in my personal opinion. I, I think it kind of gives a little more depth to why these people are evil, what they've got going on, too, which is kind of neat to sort of see, because this is the first time we're really seeing a storyline from the villain's point of view to an extent, or quote-unquote villains, who, who knows that this TV show, where they're going to go with this. But the whole point, what I feel like, the reason why it's, it's just a little off-putting for me, okay, is... Is yes, it's interesting to see me being the type of person that like when I watch shows and read comic books, I always want to. I'm always hoping that it's the good guy in them is going to come out. Like it's the same when I play video games. I always want to play the good guy. I, I don't like. I always want to believe that there's good in everybody, and and so I I don't mind in that aspect of them trying to go. Oh well, they're doing it because of this. They're trying to make a better world for the kids, or they're trying to do this, or trying to do that, and that's why they're trying to say they've got to do a few of these bad deeds. The end sacrifice—I mean, excuse me—the um, the the bad things they're doing is a small price price to pay for the good that could come out in the end. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I see why they're doing it. But the whole point of Runaways is that you're on the kid's side. You understand why they ran away. You understand why they have this mission and this goal in life to atone for their parents' sins by doing good deeds and helping people out. With what the show's doing, the reason why I have an issue with it is it's focusing so much on the parents that I'm kind of starting to want to side with the parents with, hey, kids, give them a chance. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's taking away the 
the whole point of me wanting to side with the kids because I'm like, well, maybe I, I, I see why they're doing Do you see what I'm trying to say? Is this before or after they um try to... Okay, spoiler alert. All right, we're good now. Um, is this before or after they try to kill the kill the chick? No, it's just a whole show in general. It's I say try, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but but do you do you see where I'm coming from though? Yeah, I I, I, I do. I, I do. feel like if they they get too in depth with trying to make you well, feel bad for the parents and they're doing it for a good reason, it's just kind of. What if they're going at a different angle? What if the show is going at a different angle in the sense of? They know people who've read the comics, but maybe they're going at it with the your you as a person who's never read the comics, who's never doesn't know anything about this. Start watching the show, and you're thinking, "Oh, well, these are good people." And then it twists, and then it twists, and it, it. And it could. It and I, I think could. that that's the thing. If they're going in, because there are a lot of people who are not versed in the comic realm, which. I'm going to use this to segue into something else I just wanted to mention real quick. But this show is great in the fact of you don't need to watch The Defenders. You don't need to know everything about what's going on in the MCU. No, you definitely can do it. Because I don't, I will say this right now. I don't know. I don't know how involved this is within the rest of the universe. I don't, I'm, I'm assuming because of who's doing it, this is more involved with the ABC side. So I'm sure Molly's not going to be referred to as a mutant. I'm sure no one will be referred to as a mutant, actually, now that I say that. Um, but then again, who knows what's happening with Fox deal and everything. Um, anyways, back on topic. They don't mention it. And you know what? I'd love to know if it is set in the universe, but it's not important to the story. What's important to the story is what's going on with these kids and their parents and, and their in their little world. Which, by the way, I'm just going to say this. They did a phenomenal job of showing how stupid rich these people are. Oh, yeah. Like, to the ninth degree of just ridiculously rich. Yes, they are all, I mean, yes. The the house has an AI. <laughs> just the the fact that, like... Well, Nico's house. Yeah, that, that, that yeah. house has an AI. It's just, it's, it's very well established. I guess... That most of them are very well off. It's just, it's funny because... And is that because they're part of the pride? Well, I mean, I, I guess the, what keeps kind of like, it's taken me away a little bit from like a, a typical, I feel like this is like, like a network, like a Freeform or CW, like those kind of networks. There it is. It's... Or is it necessary to talk about the uh, the affair? There's a there's an adulterous affair, and um, it's just some of the stuff that comes up in it. I just feel like is not necessary, and they're just trying to, you know, if, if shock we value give, for shock value. If we want to give an old reference for uh, for people that are a little bit older, like the um, Desperate Housewives, like it. Like some of the women in there, and 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 then like I said with the kids, it's it's got that that whole typical teenagey TW CW TV show where there's the all the stereotypical people, and you got the jocks and the 
and the dorks and the I mean do you see what I'm saying it's just and you don't get that in the book does that make sense yeah the book it's just you just they're characters and they all have their cool stuff and it, it doesn't focus on all the typical tv show type stuff that they feel like they have to point out um now what i do like is that it the it modernizing it to it where does. they make sure to you know be well-rounded cell phones uber the just the, the little references that they say about the this is some narnia stuff and it's cute like it's well written as far as the dialogue. I do like a lot of that kind of stuff. I just wish they would just tone it back a little bit with thinking they have to check all the boxes, if that makes sense. Just just let it just let it be the story that it is and don't worry so much about oh, we gotta make sure we have this person and this person and this person and and kinda like what you said. Let's make sure nobody is confused that they're all well off and it's just, it's just tone it back just a little bit. I think it would be a lot better. But like I said, overall, I like it. So far. So far. Um, I, I am already... Alex is spot on, by the way. Okay, I was about to say, we're going to probably move in a second to what the difference is or what, what changes that we do and well, don't like. Well, so Alex... I Casted perfectly, looks perfect, the part, perfect. everything. Alex is perfect. I, I love him. The casting, like you said, is is great. Um, the kind of like, with him and his dad, the banter yeah. is very similar. So I thought that was really well done. Um, little bit differences in like, the mom is a lawyer. You know, uh, and they make it look like it's, you know, she... Or ju- is she a judge or a lawyer? She's a lawyer. Okay. I, th- I know she said court. I just couldn't remember if she specified. Yeah. And and, and so they kind of make it like that, you know, she saved him yes. as far as her husband from, from the Life hood. Life of crime. <laughs> um, and, and there's some really cool scenes Yes. With with him with with the dad and him trying to you know show his place and say that he still got it he, you know so th- there's some cool and, stuff with that and comic booky super evil moment too when he <laughs> how he puts somebody in their place yes it's it's, it's pretty I, I like it it's good um, huge differences with the rest of the parents once you get past that okay. yeah um, you know Nico. Still, Sister Grimish has the staff. That's the same. Um, they're pretty much the same too. Tonics. I don't. Her father. It hasn't really been. See, each of these people is supposed to like in in the comics. They all are there for a purpose, and they're mm-hmm. all like kind of both the same. I, the the father in this one. I don't. I mean, he's obviously smart and stuff like that. But they haven't really established yet from what i've seen she can obviously do magic but i don't know if he has anything over it they they both do in the comic but yeah, yeah you haven't really seen much from him other than having an affair but <laughs> okay yeah we, we did say spoiler alert earlier 
Which they hinted at, and I was wondering when that was going to come back up because yes. there was a mention in oh, episode one or two. Is that about... in episode four then? No, it's in episode three. Okay, I couldn't remember. I was like, Oops, because sorry. he mentions that he puts a down payment on that place that yes. they're at and everything, yes. and I'm like, and she's like, oh, I'm not ready. I don't know that kind of thing. I was just like, that whole scene could just we'll, go we'll, away. We'll, we'll re- if you are completely lost, we'll recap back on yes. what that is. Um, um, yeah, so... So the... But Nico has a sister in the TV Which show. is a huge difference. Yes. Who is dead, but they never have mentioned why. Theories. My ongoing yes. theory is that she was one of their sacrifices right. previously. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, because especially when they get into the whole... Um, they start showing... A few flashbacks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so... Um, Carolina or Carolina, however you want to say it. The, the wizards? I mean, excuse me, the alien? The alien. It, it, that's the thing. They have not 100% established in the TV show what... I mean, Nico's the only one that they've kind of... Exp- Nico, um, Molly, kind of Caroline. Or Car- not really. They, they just showed that, that she could light up. Yes. But that's it. Yeah. So they've showed that with her. Nico, they've showed that she can use magic, sort yes. of. Um... Molly, they've obviously shown stuff. And with can her. I just say that was a nice scene? I did like that scene. Which one? Um, when she gets the staff out. Okay, okay. I was like, flake. I didn't know if it was. Um, yes. you're talking about when she was trying to use magic earlier and failing. And that's what I'm saying. This is why I like this show. It it has some stuff that isn't, in my opinion, the best way to do it. But it has on the other spectrum some great scenes that are really touching like that one was really touching i thought um it really shows like how close mm-hmm. her and her sister were which is an interesting story dynamic and i like i said my money is on she was a previous sac- they mm-hmm. they had to sacrifice her yes and that that's that that's how willing they are to do whatever it is they're doing for this the pride well, yeah kind of well yeah kind of like what we talked about about the comic book that the the parents are just you know, they, they can justify doing bad deeds for the greater good of the yeah. whatever it might be in the future. Um, but, yeah, we were talking about Caroline and everything. Yeah, and she... and she, She's not... Her family's not a cult leaders and stuff. Or, sorry. They're Hollywood a, movie stars. Yeah, but her dad it's kind of emphasized that he is. Or yes, was. Sorry, he, he was. was. But then because of the her focus mom, of the church. Her mom has created a... I'm going to say this... A cult-like church. Yes, cult-like yes. church. And she was born into it and has grown up in it. And right. obviously, in, in the comic, too, that, that bracelet helps keep her powers in check. Right. But is she an alien in this? Is she not? Like, like I said, they've done no explanation, really, on yeah, if these people... And by really the way... It's a pretty scene, though, with point, the colors. To point out Alex's stuff real quick, since we haven't met... He's just basically a strategic genius um and excellent at thinking and planning Mm -hmm. is his like quote-unquote power right so think tony stark without all the tech or kind of captain america too captain america has a very strategic mind for how for battle and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but yeah so i mean getting on to molly she's (laughs) one of the characters changed the most for the comic from the comic to the show yes um she is adopted, and they've made reference to the fact of, by episode three, they do make reference to the fact that her parents died under, quote-unquote, questionable you know, circumstances, yes. but 
it's kind of expressed earlier that it is very cut and dry. They died in a fire of some sort. Um, and they're not dead in, in the, the book. In the book. Yes. Um, she's not referred to as a mutant, not referred to as having powers. I highly doubt that's going to come up in the show because, like I said, with legality things. Right. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, now, can I say that what I love... But she is adopted by Gertrude's yes. parents. And she lives with her. And she is still the youngest. But whereas in the comics, she's, what, 10? She is definitely noticeably younger. But she's in, like 10 or 10. But or, in the comic, I mean, but in the show... She's references being more around 13. I would say maybe a year or two younger than the rest of them. Uh, the... Uh, no, they're actually 16, 17. Are they that Because they older? can drive. Aren't they all at the high school, though? Yes. So okay. that would be 16, 17. So she is uh, three, four years younger than them-ish. Not if they're both at high school. They'd have to be seniors and she's a freshman. I don't think True. Okay, true. I'm pretty sure they're, it, they're only a couple year difference, which I, I think is funny, especially in one of the scenes where they're going to try to get a drink and Chase is like, nope. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so your 16-year-old self is okay to drink. Or your 17, 17, 18 by yeah. comparison to the 13-year-old. <laughs> but um, So she was changed drastically from the comic to the show. Personally, in my opinion, I think it works better to have her aged up a little bit because I don't think it would work the same if she was like 10 years old for a lot of this stuff. Also, I think it's better to have... Because they, they, they had to age, I think, the rest of the kids up, too, mm-hmm. a little bit. So, I I, th- I think it works. I think her being adopted and the whole mystery behind what happened to her parents, because that's not well, that something as a... of yet. Yes. As of episode three, Ellie, that has been revealed. And that... It, it adds extra B storylines in there. Yeah, it that, adds that maybe, it adds more story threads. Yeah, so th- that's what I'm saying. I, I understand why they did some of the stuff because it'll be better for TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's the main main differences in the comic book. Her parents are alive in the TV show. They died, and she's adopted by Gertrude's family, which is hilarious yes. in the TV show. Yes, the <laughs> I don't. It's it's really quite comical. Um, Gertrude in both series is definitely one of those argues the man and is very opinionated. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they try to up the ante of the feministness a little bit too much in the TV show, but they definitely uh, definitely show her as that sort of thing, and and um, it's it's interesting. But the, the parents, I can't say enough about. <laughs> I think they're great. I love her parents. They are. And um, <laughs> I'm going to kind of say this as a weird thing. If by comparison to the other families, I think they are the least well off while still being far, far, far well off than probably almost everybody else right well Um, they say they spent their pretty much life savings on that dinosaur but they are they just developed that one thing that's going to basically take off which i think that that whole serum they develop is going to be a huge story point thing Mm -hmm. that once again that is not something in the comic as for the dinosaur (laughs) as of episode three you've only seen it once and um 
Not trying to be rude to Hulu. We're not sponsored by them, by the way, but not trying to be rude to them. You did a good job on a lot of stuff. The dinosaur, you did do a bad job, but maybe, you didn't do a good job. <laughs> maybe season two, it'll look nicer. It it looks fine, <laughs> but like I said, I've only seen it in one scene. Yeah. And it, it looks, it, look, it, it obviously, it's not sci-fi TV show. I mean, it's not sci-fi original movie bad. Oh, man. But it's not Jurassic Park good. Okay. I gotcha. Which, I mean, I'm discussing a, what, 20-year-old movie now <laughs> that can still hold up in certain regards? Well, you gotta keep in mind that, you know... This oh, not, not everyone's Steven Spielberg, correct. Well, right. And if you look back at a lot of great shows, the first season... Oh, no, no, I'm, like, like, like I said, I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to be rude. I understand it's their first season <laughs> you gotta, and everything. You gotta get a little popular and, and make some and money un- before we can afford the Yeah, and I stuff. understand <laughs> that it's it's made for, you know, it's it's not... They can't throw in this much money on it. It's just... Right. The first time I saw the dinosaur, I was like, okay, I was kind of expecting about this. this. <laughs> it, it wasn't something that made me go, wow, that's great for television. Um, but I wanted to go back to Molly really quick, though. The one thing I did... We've moved on. No, no, you moved on and didn't allow me to finish. Um, Molly, I love the way they have kept true to the source material. And whenever she uses her powers, she, like... Passes out. completely zaps her. Um, and so that, that can be problematic sometimes when, you know, if they're mm-hmm. fighting or doing something and... and she better, she Keep better do hyped. that. Yeah, I was like, get her some, uh, get some bag of carbs, bunch of snacks and stuff. Have her eaten while she's uh, fighting. <laughs> fighting. But uh, so I thought that was a nice touch that they, and and of course the little kitty pin. Yeah. You know, and and in the, the when you see some of the promos, she has the hat that yep. has the so little kitty ears. It's the details like that. That I really appreciate. Oh, they all look very like their comic book selves. Yes. So I, From, I, I, I mean, do. not yet for some of them, but other ones, right. they 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 do very much look like their kind of comic book counterparts. Um. So I guess the last one would be Chase that let's we have do, not. Let's discussed. dig into Chase. All right. Um. For me, he's got this. The actor. Once again, if you're listening, buddy, I'm not trying to be rude. You got this weird face. You got you got this like the same like look on your face like all the time. Well, I mean, maybe that's on purpose. He's trying to play the the dumb jock, even though he's smart. They 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 allude to the fact that he he is smart in certain subjects. Like he does good, but uh, he has that, of course, that overachieving father. That like you know, if he you doesn't just want to talk do, about Spike. I do. <laughs> I love Spike. It was so nice to see him cast in this role. Um, his dad is like really unraveling at the seams, though. Stop spoiling stuff. Okay, so but I'm just saying, Whew. the big big twist from like I mean turn from episode one to now, definitely, definitely. All right, well let's get through Chase so we can discuss what <laughs> what you keep hinting at. So Chase, um, he's. Extremely talented in sports, you can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, became really good at sports and decided he didn't need to hang out with all these losers. Yes, that's the other thing we didn't express yet is the fact that um, Alex is really trying hard to basically get the gang back together because it right. is established that they used to hang out before and and that you know they all kind of parted ways and it's just 
trying to get that that one last hang Which is hangout. also different from the comic book. Yes. Because the comic book, they they still are meeting every year. Like, it's yeah. just something they have to do when their parents get together. But, yeah, so th- this one alludes. And it, it kind of helps them bring in that, that B storyline with Nico having a sister. Yeah. You know, there's a reason why they haven't seen each other in a while or haven't hung out in a while. Um, but Chase, Chase plays it well. I mean, it's he's the typical typical dumb jock but you know he's they make it sound like a good heart yes well and they obviously because of certain scenes um but they make it sound like he invents stuff too because in the comic book his dad invented the the fistagons but and he's sketching them out at one point. It seems like he is the one that actually is designing them in the TV show. Is that I the impression we'll find that you out. got? Yes, I guess we'll find out. Maybe it's in episode four. We find out, and someone's hinting at it too much. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, so that part of it I do like because mm-hmm. it does seem to be they're trying to develop him more. Yeah. Um. So I do like that part of it because later on in the series, um, in the in the comic book, you'll you'll get some more behind the scenes with him. But um, in the TV show, I do appreciate that they're trying to help him out a little bit by developing a little bit quicker. I mean, th- we're 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 talking about the first three episodes here, right? And we kind of want to do a compare and con- we didn't want to do a what's the difference and compare and contrast between the two, but. Due to the fact of how different they are, it kind of turned into that. Mm-hmm. Like, when we originally, at the beginning of the month, were like, hey, let's do a read this on, on Runaways. And, you know, we'll also compare. We didn't think it was going to be this different. I really didn't. Right. Yeah. So, so it's it's very refreshing that they are taking a gigantic detour. To I mean, for, for us, but we want to know what your opinion is as the lis- listener. I already know one of your opinions, by the way. And by the way, you can face all of that stuff towards Ellie. She will respond to it. Um, Well, let me just wrap up. I'm just going to say, so, book's a great read, if you want to read the book. Show's a great watch. The the show is is a good, stereotypical watch of what's out there nowadays. As I've said, as I already said, you don't have to know what's going on more. It basically... Has not established yet if it even exists in that same universe, if it even needs to. And you know what? It doesn't need to. If it mentions, you know, oh, well, New York or something like that, neat. But it doesn't really factor into this at all. So if you are just wanting to just find a fun show that's going to throw in some powers or some cool and mystery yes some some intrigue some some mystery um it's a great standalone show and later on if they reference stuff like like zinger said awesome but definitely you could watch it on its own um and same thing with the book if you want to just read instead if you're more of a reader instead it's it's a great series once again you can read that series and not need to know anything about the marvel universe it's only brought up like once or twice i think and it's more later you know later in the series um so like i said my only 
my only issues with it so far. And it might change, or when I watch later episodes, it mm-hmm. might make more sense. We might go back and have to do like a season one review of this. Right. So we'll, we'll see how the season goes and how you guys respond to us, too. If you want us to discuss it more, let us know. So, um, as far as this show is concerned, like I said, there's a few things in the beginning of it that um, maybe are a little off-putting for me personally, but I think it's just going to be something to where once I get farther along in the season, it might make more sense or it might be put together better to where I'm like, oh, that's why they did okay. that. So your problem with it is more comes from you reading all the comics and you being... Yes, if I, if I haven't read the comics... And I just sat down and watched the show. Um, it's very stereotypical of what those kind of shows yeah. do now. But I probably wouldn't be as like put off on it if I hadn't read the comic books. But I mean, it's still like I said, we, we've established it's still good. No, I, 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 yeah, I definitely like it still. All right, awesome. So, um, guess let's wrap this up once again let us know who maybe some of your favorite characters are if you've read the comic if you've seen the show if you've done both what were your favorite um what what changes did you not like or what changes did you like um like, like i said we kind of go at this at a weird angle we, we were not expecting this to turn out this way but i mean hey it happened so we're we, we, would, we would love to possibly do a season one recap at the end. If you guys are interested in that, let us know. You can find us and other great podcasts at darkmyths.org. Um, you can also find me on the Knights of Vader podcast. Ellie, where are some of the best places to find us? Uh, Podbean. You can also find us on Google Play, TunedIn, and Stitcher. And if you are an Apple podcast, what do you do? Um, does it have to do with a five? Yes. And stars, and you <laughs> review. And they're all together? Yes. Okay. Yes, five-star review. Give us a five-star <laughs> review. We greatly appreciate it. Or if the podcast app that you listen to us on allows you to, re- allows you to review us, please give a good review on those ones as well. And you can, of course, find us on Facebook. Search. Zing this. You can find us on Twitter and tweet at us at... Zing this. If you want to check us out on our Instagram, you can go to at Zing this podcast. If you want to check us out playing some video games, you can go to twitch.tv slash Zing this. And if you want to help contribute, if you want to contribute to the podcast, we have two different levels um, on our Patreon. Patreon. And that is, of course, www.patreon.com slash Zing this. And you can also find us on YouTube. Search Zingness. If you want to email us directly, you can, of course, do... Zingness at gmail.com. And if you want to get some stuff with our logo on it, you can, of course, go to... www.tpublic.com slash Zingness. And they are doing sales, like, constantly right now, people. Well, of course. It's the so, time of year. Yeah, it's that time of year. If you want to give a great gift or if you know somebody who likes the podcast and wants to... You know, maybe get a sticker or there's there's tons of different stuff you can get with our logo on it. Yes. And it's really cool and we're we're gonna try to add some new some new variations of the logo soon. So so definitely check that out. Um our sound guy is AA Ron. Our logo is done by Chris Zinger and finally DJ Golden Boy eighty nine. Play us out.